0: Dt, we're back. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm well, and yourself? We're doing pretty good. April, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Glad well, welcome to be back. back. Yeah, welcome back to the
1: show that you co-host.
2: Uh, date Night Conversations.
1: Date Night Conversations. Oh, it's, so it's, it's, for those listening, this is a chance for April and I to get a chance to hang out with each other, talk, and we get to interview people who are interesting to us and uh, and that we can learn from. And that we
2: like. And that we we like. People we like on here.
1: That's true. We don't want to have people in here that I feel
3: a lot like, better about being here now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I should have said, with the exception. With the of, exception
1: of, Cope. this is kind of the introduction to Coke because I'm pretty sure in every one of our episodes we've talked about I you. I told
2: him that the other day, I go, um, you've come up in almost every one of our episodes, something, and it's usually about his dating life.
1: We did say DT that we were gonna let Jared listen to all the episodes and then we'd come on just him so that way he could like defend, defend himself, himself yeah. put
4: it in proper context. Oh, <laughs>
3: is this public no.
4: <laughs> yeah, all Let's good see. stuff probably a oh, good yeah. idea well, just yeah. to say i'm sorry <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> i think there's only one episode published yeah. now so That's we true. got yeah. time yeah, we to go edit yeah. it, man if we but need but everybody's to. got That's to know true. that these guys drink a lot before they record this is my <laughs> understanding so
3: anything they say it's probably not credible. He's like
2: they're
1: habitual liars. Everybody <laughs> yeah. knows they're
3: habitual yeah. liars, man.
2: Uh, well, so there are a couple people who might grieve. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's good having uh good having uh Mr. Cope here, but it's also nice for us to have Caleb here. So Caleb, thanks for joining us on the show.
5: Welcome didn't have a choice, though.
1: You didn't have a <laughs> choice, <laughs> though? <have> a choice. <laughs> That's true. They put uh, it the other said, way. They we,
0: said you couldn't wait to get on the show. I,
1: I will say that each of the kids have said, well, when do we get to come in? And then once yeah. they found yeah. out that Adrian was here, they all asked about it. So then we thought, uh, you know, you Pick might want to come.
4: I thought Caleb had to apologize for his dating life, too.
1: He does, he does <laughs> have to apologize for his dating life as well. Always out of hand. Always out of control. Out of so, And then we get to have... Uh, our friend Reed here as well. So Reed, thanks for joining us and Monica's wife. And it's been great getting to meet Reed and Monica, um, over the last year. And then when we were thinking about what we wanted to talk about with Caleb and Jared and Reed, it's kind of cool how they all um, intersect in, in our life. And, uh, so hopefully we can, we can kind of talk through some of that and we can tell you how much we appreciate, uh, how we appreciate you guys. So, um, but in this episode we're planning on talking with Caleb to tell us a little bit about himself but also a little bit about his business that he started and uh and really it's come this far due to the assistance of jared and reed and uh so and as, as i kind of reflect on that it um it reinforces for me how much of a blessing that friends are um, in our life and yes. the things that they can uh, bring to our lives and things that um we never would have been introduced to before, um, and they teach you things along the way, and it's, it's certainly been this way with with these two, so we uh, we really appreciate you both. So, uh, so, Caleb, when we start off with this, how How old are you? Tell the people.
5: I am 12 years old.
1: 12 years old. Where are you going to be uh, going to school this next year?
5: Norris Middle School.
1: Starting junior high, you a little nervous about that? Yes. Are you? Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be okay. You're going to be like the only kid there with a mustache. I think you're going to be fine. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad someone
0: brought that up, man, dude. 12 years old, killer stache. He's a had one stash. for like two years. That's the weird thing. My brother was like that.
2: And I crack up because he shows up at the house talking, and I'm like, is Brent home? And then it's, no, Caleb. His voice is so deep. I'm like, oh. <laughs>
1: I remember you
0: saying that about your brother. Smoked that you said when you
1: say your dad said he was born with the a... with a
0: with a mustache and a stripe of hair down his back. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, when you say that, it reminds me. Yeah, of... that's funny, man.
3: <laughs>
1: so, Caleb, where are you age wise within uh, all your siblings?
5: I am the youngest in the family.
1: The youngest in the family.
2: He's the baby.
1: Do you think you're the favorite? Yes. <laughs> I think your Very sister much. would probably disagree with you all the time. Both your brothers would probably
5: disagree with you.
2: Mm, I don't think that... No, I don't think I don't think much
5: of Xander would care. Jake, yes. Jake would would argue with that.
2: (laughs) Caleb is definitely the sweetest.
1: He is kind of the nicest of all of them.
3: You guys know the other kids are probably going to listen to this at some point.
1: <laughs>
2: well, they know we, they're not the sweetest. When, when
1: okay, we okay. interview
3: each of them, we tell each of them they're our favorite. They're the favorite
0: that's on kind of the, the way it works. Everyone, <laughs> way it works. Like, Everyone who hears it on the podcast will uh, <laughs> listen their Little uh, emotional damage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're going to counseling after.
0: that Just <laughs> planning <laughs> that each kid will only listen to their episode. So that's, yeah.
1: that's <laughs> yeah. they've never listened to us throughout the entirety yeah. of their lives. Why I would they start part. now, DT? Every
4: episode. You think you're the favorite, right? <laughs>
1: oh yeah, yeah. Of course.
2: Are. Well, neither of the older two would argue that they're the sweetest. So,
1: yeah, I think it's pretty well known that Adri is uh, the meanest of all of them. So it's, I could see this. Yeah,
2: <laughs> she probably takes pride in it. Too.
3: Yeah, no, yeah, no, know, knowing so your family, so. I can
4: see.
5: <laughs> Which I will.
1: So, Caleb, what kind of things do you like to do?
5: I like do karate, karate. play the guitar and sit down and play video games most of my day.
1: And play video games, okay? Yeah, that's good stuff. You've been learning a little bit throughout this. You've been learning a little bit about um, riding horses. How how do you like that?
5: I love it. You've I learning things,
1: read, and uh, some of the guys have been teaching you a little bit about how to throw a rope.
5: Yeah, how's that coming um, along? It's uh, it's coming along pretty good. I'd say I'm the best at it, but not the worst.
1: Okay, it does look. Uh, like it would be easier than it is. Cause when he yeah, showed definitely. me, I'm like, this is really hard. <laughs> I can't, I yeah. can't do that. So uh don't feel bad because it's, it's a quite a skill that you got to master there. Um April, how, how did you, yeah, here's a question for you. How'd you even meet Jared? How did Jared come oh. in? Like Jared yeah, pretty much become
3: a part of our family. Mom. Yeah, how did Jared, even start? Uh, you even
2: know what? He was recruiting uh, me and Shelly to go to work um, at uh, Keller Williams Escrow
3: Mission Escrow, remember that? Mission (laughs) Escrow,
2: yeah. And that's how we became uh, friends, like just through business. And then... I don't know. At some point, I introduced him to you, and then he was hardly my friend anymore because yeah. um, they became like two I, peas in a I, pod. To-
3: I tolerated April until I yeah.
2: ran right <laughs> off. He He's
3: like, "Your husband is no. so nice." Her, what happened to you? No, her and Shelly were like my in-house counselors. Man, they would call me in and be like, "Tell me about your day," and I, mm-hmm. I start to tell them, and they would give me advice. And uh, anyway, but um, that's right. But you, you guys have all been all been good good friends. I got to touch on something that Caleb said. How's the guitar playing going? It was pretty good. Today I got my
5: first two callus on my finger. Okay. okay. So you're pretty
3: solid. Yeah. Pretty I was yeah, my. my I've got some family in from Texas. My nieces and nephews, and my my nephew plays really well. And I it just got done telling him, and I'll tell you the same thing. Um, I was told when I was young, um, if you never want to be single, you need to play the guitar, mm-hmm. ride a motorcycle, or ride a horse. Sounds like you've got two of the three knocked out of the way, man. You, yeah. you, you get a bike, you've got a bright future ahead of yeah.
1: you. <laughs> I, I want to keep you off that motorcycle. Like, <laughs> what they say about motorcycle riders, there's only two, two kinds, right? Those that have gone down and those that are they, going they, they down.
4: You've got to consider your source coming from the guy that was brought here to apologize for his dating life. <laughs> that's right. Well, hey, I'm looking at DT. He's playing the guitar a long time. Man.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say that's He's
4: bright red over
0: there. You know, he's sound advice, <laughs> man.
1: I will say the first time I remember, um the first two times i remember you talking about jared is you said you were going um to his wedding and you and oh, shelly yes. were going to the wedding and yeah. um, and
2: uh, <laughs> jared like he's shaking said he's all <laughs> i was like she like I'm, i
1: was like who's this guy he's like oh it's jared and this we're, was we're this just is going 15 to the years ago by the way so this is was a like, long oh, time okay so i remember that and then uh and then the other time you guys were doing something you were like uh I don't know why you had to be at the mall or something for business. You guys went to the, the mall, mall and you got some sort of like a foot massage, and you're like, "Oh, we went and got this foot massage." Like, you went and got a foot massage. What kind of guy goes uh-huh. and gets
3: a foot massage? I
2: just want to say without right him? now, I don't remember. I that don't
3: remember either. this. I feel like if she told you that, Brent, I don't know. So you so need safe. to. I want to
2: be like August, to her I,
5: I, I didn't get a foot massage with your wife, and I can I'm assure you of that. I just got uh, a foot massage without me. I'm hurt. I'm like we've never
2: got a
5: foot massage. Oh yeah. So it reminds me of a, what is that? Pulp Fiction. Foot massage. Like foot massage.
2: No. <laughs> it was the foot massage place. Remember? <laughs> you
4: case <laughs> on No, oh, no. no I don't I, No, office. he got a manicure. This is <laughs> yeah. all new. This is <laughs> <was> all <deuced> <laughs> in <laughs> here. I'm not making this up. This no, is awesome.
2: Remember you came to the office and you were like with me and Shelly, we were working a lot and you asked Shelly, you're like, Shelly, go get one of these, you know, the foot massage place where they just like put the, you s- sit in the chair and they'll give oh, you- Oh yeah, the- yeah, it's
3: like a massage yes. but you don't yeah. have to You're not butt naked in there. Yeah. And Shelly
2: yeah. was like, it's I can't go. Easy. And I was like, I haven't had a lunch. She's like, I already went to lunch and I'm like, I'll go. he was technically, he's my, with him. One of the owners. Of the Wait, company. so you
3: and I went together? Yes. Oh man, Brent. I apologize, man. <laughs> I took and your wife for a no, massage. No, no. I had no you said, idea you weren't about that. No, 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 no. It's no, like no. you, it you go sit dude. in there. No, nothing like, like, that. like, <laughs> it was nothing it like that.
2: But he goes, "Is your husband going to be mad later, <laughs> afterwards?" And I was like, "No, he's not. He's not like <laughs> that." Mean, and he's like, "Well, I would hope not." But all of a sudden, I started thinking about it. You don't remember
3: yeah, any of this man. stuff? This um, was a long time ago. I have no recollection of things that happened prior to two
2: thousand.
1: Well, this is how. This is how I remember I'm like, okay, so we're, you're oh, working for we're working for this guy.
2: Yeah,
3: I don't know. I was happily married at the time. I'm assuming, or heading for a wedding. It sounds like I don't know. Uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know if this was before or after one of his weddings. <laughs> no.
3: Stop, stop. Oh my goodness, Caleb. You, you know that your parents joke, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. There's we always
1: like, there's always trash talking going on. In especially our house. With,
2: always, um, with cope.
3: <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to set a bad example for him. Here. <laughs> Just stick with the motorcycle. Just yeah,
1: stick with the motorcycle. Uh, so, as we're you know kind of. Getting to know Jared and spending time with him throughout the years, one of the days we, we one of the things we've like appreciated about Jared is you always just, you try something new. And you see something, you like something, you go in and you try something. I always thought that was kind of cool. And, you know, you have a couple different businesses and things that you are involved in. And one day the boys had told me, they said, uh, Dad, can you help us start a business? And I go, I, I, I don't know anything about business. You guys go knock on doors and see if you want to wash cars or mow lawns or, or something. I, I don't really know anything about about that, uh, I said, but you should probably talk to Mister Cope because he knows uh, a little bit about business, and he had this the property, and you had just started um doing different things with with cows and what, and kind of starting your cattle company. What is it that led you to to start that?
3: But I'll tell you, I I think one thing I have in my life that I haven't figured out if it's a blessing or a curse is I, I um. I don't have limiting beliefs. Right. And I, Mm. and I think that uh, God might put those in people to like keep you in check a little bit, but I see something cool and I'm like, Hey, I want to do that. I'll do that. Right. And never do I think like, Hey, that's going to be hard or I don't know how to do that. And so, um, anyway, I, at at some point I, I got tired of being inside and being in office all day and I wanted to do something outside. And, um, you know, I had some horses and always did that. And I think I talked to you about this anyway, it led to getting some cows and trying to get into that and meeting some people in that industry. And, um, you know, you fast forward a couple of years and, um, you know, I'm right now dirty and wore out and tired and sunburned, <laughs> and, uh, but I, I still enjoy it. It's the, the one part of my week or my day, depending on when I get to do it, that I, um, uh, man, I, my phone is in my pocket. I don't have to answer my phone. You know, I'm just, I get away from everything, disappear for a little bit. So why I got into it, I have no idea, but, but that's why I'm still in it now. If that.
2: I remember, I thought it was funny though, is when you um, decided to get horses and you were like, I don't know anything about horses. You're like, but I've been Googling it and I'm going to Google how to ride a horse. And I was like, self taught. Only Cope. (laughs) Only Cope goes, you know, I should have some cows, maybe learn to ride a horse. I'll use the Google machine. <laughs> Stash,
3: tired of, tired of living in suburbia, man. I, that's, b- Boston property has started a new life. Yeah. You know? I'm telling you, that's one of the things no, I
1: respect yeah. the most about you though, man. You're like, ah, I'm going to just, I'm gonna just go give it a shot. you want to Google it, write a, you know, get a book, read a book and ah, I should be okay.
3: Yeah. I could, I could write a book about it now. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember that first horse tried to kill me several times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Learned learn a lot about, uh, shopping for any, anyway. anyway. Uh, but no, I just, you get fascinated with things. And, uh, and there's a lot of things that I get fascinated with that don't tend to stick. This is something that's really stuck. And I think that's, you know, through some of the people I met and the relationships in it. And, you know, I feel like at least in the livestock industry, you could probably spend a thousand years in that. You still learn something every day. Um, In other areas, I think you can master quickly and, and maybe that's when boredom starts to set in. But, uh, but I still have no idea what I'm doing with cattle. And so, uh, it'll be a long time before I stop. How many years in are you now? Oh, what, five, maybe? Five years. Four or five, yeah, pretty, pretty pretty new.
1: Five years of uh, going from nothing and knowing nothing from the time you thought, hey, that's a cool idea, to the time you launched. What what do you think?
3: Oh, well, I'd say that was probably a pretty short time period. I mean, really. Knowing you, that's what I would think. Knowing him, he
2: got up Saturday and said, I think I want to have like a ranch and some cows. (laughs) And then on Monday, he was like uh, calling around trying to find some.
3: I mean, I lived, so I lived out on the ranch and then we had. You know, the kids had raised some goats for 4-H, and then I had the horse. So, you know, we, you know, did a little bit. And I, I can't remember who. I think it was uh Jesse Brent. You know him, the well, guy yeah. we get our alfalfa from. I think he was saying, "Hey, you know, the the real money's in um, in Angus cattle." And so I started googling it, and then I ordered. This is funny. I ordered a book on Amazon. It's called uh, "Cattle for Dummies," <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and I, I I read pretty fast, so I burned through that in a day or two. And I'd, I'd say probably within a month, I was up North picking some up, Uh, you you know, so when, and then kind of learn as you go type deal, you know what I mean? And And so you 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 started
2: live. So yeah, Yeah. you
3: started, you've grown,
1: Uh, you've sold, uh, you're selling, you're buying, you're sold some,
3: we're buying some, we're doing some IVF stuff this year. Um, you know, so, I mean, for those that don't know, we're going to harvest some embryos from a really good cow and, um, artificially inseminate those and put them in another cow. It's more like, um, mad scientist stuff. than it is, um, Mm -hmm you know, cattle breeding, but, um, but anyway, no, it's, it's going good, man. And I'm uh, at the end of the day, I'm still having fun. And I, I wouldn't say it's, um, you know, from a business standpoint, profitable to the point yet of paid back startup costs, but it's hard to really factor in like, Hey, I was already going to have the truck, right? I already needed the trailer to haul the horses. I already lived out there. So it's, it's really hard you know, it's hard to determine what's a cost and what's just part of your lifestyle anyway. Um, but it's definitely covering itself year to year. And I think starting to recoup some of that cost.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I would imagine like anything, like if you decide you want to spend your time golfing or you want to, you know, ski or whatever, you're going to spend money on doing the things that you enjoy. So if it's something that you kind of enjoy, I would imagine it, it yeah. is hard
3: to no 100% the cost agree. there. Yeah, the only, the only thing it's taken away from, I think, is I'm not spending as much time fishing on the lake and I mm-hmm. miss that a little bit. So I got to find some balance there and make sure I'm getting my time on the water.
1: So you've been able to get some land now kind of closer up the up the mountain and spend some yep. time up there.
3: Up in Woody and uh, getting to meet a lot of people up there. And, um, you know, that's a, a whole different aspect when you get to the grazing and, you know, and stuff like that. And so, so no, it's been, it's been going good. And I really uh, enjoy spending time up there. I always say that's probably where I'm going to retire. If not even before I retire, maybe just make the commute, you know, and I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to hear what Reed says. I talked to a few guys that, drive back and forth they live up there and work here in town and it seems like a crazy to drive an hour each way each day but i, I don't know it might be worth it <laughs> i don't, I don't yeah, know just a kind of good way to decompress
1: a little bit it's a beautiful drive home right. and yeah, yeah the, and that's how i kind of recall you telling us a little bit of that story too and then when uh, the boys had asked you like hey we want to start a business you well i got some i got some land back here why don't you buy some cows and i remember saying i don't we don't know anything about cows. I like, yeah, have people been taking cows, care of cows for thousands of years, man. If they can do it. We should be able to do it
3: too. I, thought, I remember that conversation. You said, well, we don't know anything about cows. I said, well, neither do I. <laughs> I
1: I've
3: got a whole bunch of them, right?
1: <laughs> so this was, I remember this weird, this is New Year's Eve. Caleb, we're standing around the bonfire at Mr. Yep. Cope's ranch. We're sitting there talking. I remember. Yep. This is, so this is New Year's Eve into uh, into January 1st. By January 4th, uh, Jared sends us a text. Hey, I found some for sale on Facebook. You <laughs> yeah. guys want to go out there? He swings by the house. We pick up Caleb. We load up his trailer on the way home to April. Hey, we got, we got four cows now. <laughs> that guy almost died. <laughs>
3: yeah. That was trying to get him in the trailer. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> I've never seen that with yeah, this. We're loading the cows in the, in the trailer. Caleb's going to, to shut the gate. And this is, I mean, he's a grown man. And this one cow, uh, but this guy
3: wasn't a grown man. Yeah. That was a big dude. He's, He's a big, big guy, man. He's. He's five bills, man. He's six two. I mean, <laughs> he's, a, he's, a big, big guy. he's a big guy. Hey man, big I love as as a the cow. guy. Man, he's this a big cow
1: big comes movie. running out of this trailer and jumps over Mike's oh, I mean, head, and I yeah. was like, it was the most amazing thing. The like, cow flew
3: over the moon. Yeah. It was. I mean, the, hey, the, the cow's hooves like like tipped his hat as it went over his head. Like any lower, it would have killed him. Yeah, it was. Uh, Brent and I are standing there, like, man, these things might be a little more dangerous than what we thought.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we get him home, and so we're you know we're trying to figure this thing out and. As we're getting there and Jared's been kind of raising his cows and doing some um, different breeding stuff and Caleb and I are learning and it's just provided a great opportunity for, I think, our family kind mm-hmm. of during mm-hmm. COVID um, stuff when we were homeschooling they, or when we, they were going to regular school, they weren't doing real well on Zoom. And so I know you wanted yeah. to kind of I do something else with them. Right. And you were kind something, of did a little bit of the homeschool like a, stuff. And yeah,
2: it. we did that. I'm not going to lie. I did not enjoy it um, at all. It was I like my kids. After that, I didn't like them very much. I'm Um, not gonna
5: lie. I had my camera off and my mic off most of the time, sleeping because it was like eight in the morning. Oh yeah, that's why we took him off Zoom. So like it was, and sometimes I was sleeping the mornings, rough. Yeah, sometimes I get get him up earlier. Sometimes I was actually paying attention. It was just
2: yeah. We did the homeschooling thing. It was exhausting. They they didn't like it. it. I didn't like it. I was we were all tired of being at home, so it was a good thing to have something for them to do outside of the home. But yeah, it was interesting. Like, Hey babe. Yeah. Um, we just bought some cows. What? Oh, awesome. Hey, this one guy, this one almost killed this guy who jumped (laughs) over. I'm like, great. You haven't even gotten home yet. Awesome. Okay. (laughs) But we've talked about that. Well, I've talked about that probably from the very, beginning of our marriage that I was like, we need land and we need animals. One, I think it's really good for, uh, especially boys for get kids to be able to get out. And I just think there's something to the earth, to the land, to be working with it, that I just, I think that that's the way God made it. And we are not in connection with that enough. Um, cause you know, everybody's life is so busy. We're all inside. Mm-hmm. Everybody has jobs. Um, I just think there's something to owning land. Um, and I think God, like God made it that way, like, right. That was something that you would get and you passed down generational and it stayed in your family. And um, so we talked about that for a long time. Uh, someone wasn't quite on that wagon with me uh, until the last couple of years. Um, he was like, no, no, I don't know anything about do that. I don't want to do that. Now he's like, we gotta buy some land. I'm like, well, it
3: could be the age difference. Took him are. a while to get to your oh, okay. age. But that's true. <laughs> he was still <so laughs> maturing. I was yeah, i so still so maturing. maturing. I don't know that I'm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know that I'm yeah. no, you have yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no.
1: I do remember that so <sighs> we've been this year. It'll be 18 years we've been married, and so the last year or two we've been talking about land and looking at things, and uh, you know, Jared showed me different um, apps and websites to look at land and. She's like, what are you looking I'm, t- I'm looking at land. Most nights I fall asleep looking yeah, who's at different looking at things at and land, like, or he's
2: reading about cows, or I don't even know what you're reading about the other night. She's so, like,
1: where were you 18 years ago when I tried telling you we needed to buy some land then? She goes, now you wait till yeah, 18 yeah. years of prices have gone up. <laughs> prices and-
3: are
2: <laughs> I was like, yeah. we can't afford anything now. We can barely afford where we're at. And I'm not, I'm not a city girl. I didn't come from the city. So I was like, we need land and we need animals, and the kids need to be able to go out and play and not worry about like you know, their safety and, um, get oh, dirty. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. this one was a city boy. Now I he like wants to be a cowboy. Yeah.
1: <sighs> I know I'm a little late, better late than never. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So it is. So as we're learning all this, we're out there with Jared one day and, uh, uh, the butcher comes out cause we're learning about, uh, about, you know, what we need to do there. And this butcher starts telling us about this guy and we're sitting up there and he's like, Hey, there's this guy, you gotta meet this guy. His name's Reed, and he's doing some really cool stuff with uh with his cows. And he's doing stuff with his cows and with mm. wine. And it's the most interest. He's the most of all the meat that I cut, he's the most interesting guy. And you'll you'll have to meet him one day. And so we're thinking, oh, okay, yeah, that's great. You know, but that's great. Right. So somehow or another, then oh, it's no, with nine one one at ease. Yes, we we're, were at that dinner. Yeah, we get invited to this dinner um in Santa Barbara. And so we happen to be at this dinner, this beautiful <laughs> estate and we're somebody's, somebody's a, a guest. Obviously, she, we, we they put us at this table right next to Reed and Monica. So we get to talk. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. And my name's Reed and he's wearing jeans and looking pretty cowboyish. And I'm like, he's turns out he's from, you know, Bakersfield from mm-hmm. Kern County. And I'm like, hey, man, do you, you have cows. He goes oh, yeah, yeah. I go, do you do anything with cows in your wine? He goes. I do, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, man! I've been trying to to come across <laughs> you
4: for like a year and a half. We so did, I'm telling people like, <laughs> like this is the we guy We spent so the rest of the night talking yeah. about getting cows drunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty awesome. Um, just kind of how fortuitous, and you know that's. And we've talked before about how bakersfield like a relationship town there's like two degrees of separation and everybody that knows everybody and if you know it might not be a good thing depending on how you live your life and it might be a good thing but we kind of enjoy that everybody knows that people know people and that you you, and so we really kind of like that so we spent the whole night kind of talking about that and then um you know it it was really interesting for reed to then say at some point hey if caleb ever wants to come up and work you know you can he can come up and, and, and work in, uh, at the property up in the Glenville area. And, uh, so it was really kind of cool how we got to meet and how that, that connection came about. So Reed, we, we heard a little bit from Jared, how he started in the, in the cattle industry. What about you and, uh, you and Monica?
4: Well, I gotta say, um, uh, Jared came today and he's got a load of cattle with him. You know, so you know that this becomes a lifestyle when you're hauling cattle to your uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, to, uh, to
1: be fair, I sent him a message at 4:40. Hey, buddy, just reminder we're uh, we're on for five o'clock. Oh crap! I thought it was 6:30. I got a load of cattle. I'm bringing <laughs> them
4: down the. the mountain. It's even better, he's driving in downtown Bakersfield trying to <laughs> yeah. find a parking spot. That's yeah. right, a load of cattle. That's awesome.
3: <laughs> I was pressing. It. I looked at the time. I said, "I'll make it. I'll make." it. I think oh, we're we were there. two two minutes late. We're here. Got and a dog, there, three kids, and some cows with me, but we're we're here. It's perfect. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
4: the first and bring this little full circle the first date real date i went on with monica right we're coming up on four years and uh she i wanted to take her out to dinner but i was doing my own thing with the cows at that time and you know whatever and was talking to this real pretty girl and hey uh you want you want to go to dinner you know and well i didn't know but something came up and i had to go buy uh a steer and go pick it up from somebody. Well, then I'd promised to meet her. And so on our first date, I showed up with a steer in the back of my trailer and we just left it next to the the restaurant. So I could hear it. And he was wild. His name was jitterbug. You remember? Yeah, he was crazy. He ruined like three or four stock fences, you know, about 100 foot of fence. You know, I mean, that was just his first day. And uh and so I took her out on a date with cows in the trailer. Anyway, so, and, um, and you
1: came back for a second date.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I'll tell you, my wife, Monica, she's more mountain than any of us. Uh She's lived on that mountain or grew up on that mountain. She moved up there when she was two. So I'm not going to tell you how old she is, but I would say that's more than 15 years. You know, well, well, the, otherwise you're going to jail, right? <laughs> yeah. you gotta, you gotta talk yeah. outside, buddy. <laughs> right. Either way. So how did I start? So my family has, uh, generationally has been cattle family. We, uh, used to have a homestead in Oklahoma, uh, that, uh, my grandfather lost during the dust bowl, you know, so they got that in uh, the Oklahoma land grab. We also have still currently have a, a homestead in Coldwater, Kansas, um, and the family runs that a different part of the family so growing up uh when my grandfather came out here uh the the hershey family uh hired him and made him their foreman uh you know you didn't have a job they just came to california right and uh, so he cowboyed uh, for uh, john hershey jay hershey uh was at that. Eddie's dinner yeah. uh and is kinda like an uncle to me. Just, you know, he grew up with my family that, you know, the ranch owner and the ranch hands and you know, whatever. And my grandfather, you know, uh, you know, he'd be dog on before his grandkids didn't have horses and know what it is to put your hand in dirt, you know, uh growing up. My first horse I got when I was eighteen months old. I still have my first saddle. My grandfather had to make a seat belt so that I wouldn't fall out <laughs> when I fell asleep. You know. Uh, <laughs> But then when he was on his deathbed, he told me, you know, don't you dare be a cowboy. You'll never make enough money to support your family. You know, so I wasn't the the cowboy. I went out and did other things. and You know, but as time got on and I had the opportunity, um, boy, that's just where my heart was. Right. Mm -hmm. So I got a little place up there in Glenville and, you know, I had kids and my kids had always had horses. You know, and so uh, we were doing that stuff up there and... uh, (laughs) our family used to have a cooking competition every uh, New Year's Eve, and I got second place like eight years in a row to my kids. And so I figured, well, I need to do something better than this. And so uh, I was looking at Kobe beef and the the process of feeding them beer and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I said, well, Americans have amazing cattle, you know, and I bet you if I, you know, did a little math and did a little, you know, whatever, I could figure out how much alcohol those... cattle are getting, and we live right above the biggest grape-producing region in the world, why don't we start with wine well i used to go down to smart and final and buy every box they had in the store literally <laughs> <laughs> that was a little cost prohibitive
2: i like
4: <laughs> Just curious what head. kind of wine man. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> right. everything just you know and, and 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 my kids would go with me and every and and i'd say oh it's for the cows and my daughters it's would be like nope kid. dad just drinks a lot <laughs> <laughs> you know Thumbs but we did and that year i won but what we found out was that um it really did change the flavor and texture of, of the meat. It was really good. And so, uh, we started playing with it and a little of this and a little of that. And well, heck now I'm making my own wine, 300 gallons at a time in the, you know, in the garage, <laughs> you know, we have got cattle and we've leased ranches and you know, we, we, have taken it to maybe an unhealthy level, but you know <laughs> that's what we do. We call it marinated on a hoof and that's where we were. And I got to say one more thing and I know no, I'm never got plenty of time but uh you're talking about caleb menropen and we were so lucky there's there's two people that aren't here tonight that uh i know will listen to this there's you know jeff and brian and brian is from the wofford family wofford heights and they used to have one of the biggest ranches in southern california and uh jeff is from the albitri family which is another another multi-generational huge ranching family that has amazing history here in uh in Kern County. And, uh, we didn't bring horses in that day that we brought you guys up. Uh, we didn't want to deal with horses and getting people caught up in lines and, you know, maybe killing them. So we, we, we buried a, or stood up a telephone pole in the middle of one of our corrals. And we said, well, we're just going to use this as a dally pole and we're going to teach him. And Caleb wants to, and Caleb and in his first day, not only was pushing cattles through shoots and doing all that stuff, but, uh, Brian, who, if the guy says 15 words a day, that's a lot of talking for him (laughs) you know if you think rip you know on yellowstone that's kind of brian you know he doesn't say a lot but when he says it it, you either duck or you know (laughs) whatever you know but uh brian it was so cool to watch him and caleb and jeff these are real cowboys i mean Mm -hmm. real cowboys oh yeah really connect and and caleb caught his first cattle and got his first Rope burns and he even got a pair of gloves that day, if I remember right, you know, and uh, that was just a heck of a day and we, we we appreciate you guys coming up and sharing that with us.
1: No, man, it was a, that was a great, I think that's something that we did that, I, I don't know, if I I'd hope that he'll always remember, but it's something oh. that I'll always remember for sure because we'd never done anything like that. And then, you gave
4: us a picture of that. Yeah. And uh, everybody that got that picture, that picture is in their house somewhere in a place of prominence. Oh. It was a special day. I
2: will say though, you came home and you were like, man, it was so much fun and he's telling yeah. all this and he's like and monica man that girl don't play He's like she gets in there and gets it done i was like i know right. i liked her yeah that's
1: what i was gonna say whenever you were talking about uh monica you know being there like oh she's been in since she was two we're in there and reed's like hey we're gonna get this thing roped and then these steers are gonna be jumping around and just gotta get in there and and and, and tackle them so you're like okay that, that sounds very simple but these are big Animals, I mean, they got to be yeah. six, seven, eight hundred pounds. I don't know how big they are, six, seven hundred pounds probably. And they're That's running so around. And then you just go in there and you're trying to tackle them, and then you're trying to hold them and hold them down. And there's one part of like holding them or trying to get things dragging me around. And then Monica's like, Here, let me show you how you do it. And then I'm like, she's able to hold it down, I'm like, You cross the legs here, you hold it here, you do this. And I'm like, Man, she's awesome. That's why I told April, like, this was great. But you should have seen Monica yeah. in action, man. It was awesome. Yeah. Like, so. get your
4: act together, woman. Like, oh. <laughs> so I so see you take down a cow. <laughs> when we go work at these bigger ranches, it's hilarious because Monica worked the ground crew. And she'll tail down a calf as good as any cowboy you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. Kind of fun to be married to that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah she was. She was you awesome.
2: Know what that means don't get out of hand.
1: Don't
4: get out of hand. Reed. Or you maybe.
3: <laughs> <you>? well, <laughs> that's a different show. <laughs> that's, what, yeah, that's a different podcast. That's next week on the uh, Brent and date night.
2: <laughs> Real it date was, night conversation. That's, a,
1: yeah, that's right. It is it, date night. It, yeah. It was such a cool memory for me, though, because I, I think that one of the things that if I could uh, go back on how we you know, raised our kids, not we, this is how the, the failures that I made with our oldest two that I've tried to change um, and specifically with Caleb is being purposeful and intentional with the time that we have together and finding ways for us to keep a good relationship through their teen years, where I think that Xander and Adrian would probably tell you that I didn't do as good a job um, of that with them. And so finding things that he's interested in that I want to be interested in with him and spend the time. And that was one of the best days because it was so unique and it was something so different that we'd never done before. And it was so much fun watching Caleb get in there. And I I remember he was learning to rope and he brought his rope and Brian is teaching him and Jeff is teaching him. And then, you know, we're throwing, okay no big deal. He missed. And in any missed and and the groundwork continues one of the other cowboys rope him we get in there we do do the work and it's continuing well finally there's there's one left and uh they're like okay caleb this one's yours so he's throwing and and he's missing and like i said it's hard this isn't a knock on him it's hard he's throwing he's missing, he's missing and, I, and i'm starting to go hey guys it's okay he doesn't he doesn't have to rope one and, and brian who likes it doesn't say much goes we'll wait yeah. He yeah. yeah. so, so he's yeah, like, going. Yes, we're missing, and we're missing and we're missing. Yeah, yes, good, and we'll I go, no, no, it's okay. I mean, he doesn't have to <laughs> okay. go in. And he looks at me and he goes, We'll wait. And I was like, yes sir <laughs> so we're throwing again we're throwing again we're throwing again and in fact, now the, the the work has come to a stop because there's a whole like assembly line that's come it's to good, it right yeah. there's people that are doing a lot of a di- lot of different things and the the, the work has now come to a, a halt and I'm starting to go oh my gosh we're never getting invited back <laughs> Caleb throws it they all start clapping they're cheering for him and I had the, I was biggest smile was so proud of him and they're the, Brian and Jeff they were like they were high fiving him it was super cool it was really yeah. really cool and then on the that was the next to the last one on the last one they made him get in there and tackle them. They're like, right. and Reed goes, okay, Caleb, you've been roping all this and, you, and he would help come and shave them and he'd help do the different things. This one, you've got to get in there and tackle them. So they made everybody stand back until Caleb <laughs> had to get in there first. It was awesome.
4: You know, April was talking about something with the land being generational or being whatever. Well, biblically, you know, we yes. are stewards of the land. Absolutely. And so, you know, there's a, there's a whole mm-hmm. lesson there. But it's a huge thing for men to to pass on knowledge from one generation to the next. And Caleb, it wasn't just us impacting your life. It was you impacting these other men's life because they don't have sons of their own. And they, on that day got to pass on a tradition that's literally been going on for a couple hundred years in their families. And they, they were there with you when they were 12 years old. I mean, Brian, he was skinnier than you. We, we, we've, Monica and I went to school with Brian. You know, we've known him since. You know, we all graduated the same class together at North High. Got one you know, question. and so to have that connection where he was you, and he remembers his first loop that he caught, and I remember the first loop that I caught, and you know all that stuff. That's why we thank you for coming uh, for doing because if you hadn't, we wouldn't have got to experience that. And Brian,
2: that's why
0: you waited. Brian said, "We'll wait."
1: It was awesome. It was so cool. And then Reed gave Caleb a pair of gloves, and April that and I like cool. he's been he used those dang gloves for everything afterwards. And then when he took his his school oh. picture, he had his cowboy hat. He had those gloves, his rope yep. on. We the asked, coolest thing. Teacher asked him what he wanted to be for his career day. He's like, I don't want to be a I'm be a cattle rancher. You, you still think that's what you want to do, Caleb?
5: Yeah, probably like
1: we get up before too. eight. <laughs> <Another> <laughs> <job three>. for, <laughs> another, for what, John? Another home? job too. So we, he yeah. did some. uh we did some some roping recently with uh, um, John, Joe and Mr. John, Talbot. John, yeah. And John. Uh, what did Mr.
5: Talbot tell you? So he told me that you're not going to make, like, you're not going to make a whole living off of being a cattle rancher, that you also need to find another job, because you're going to be like, there's no way you're going to. If you said something, if something, I don't remember what he said. He said, if you do make a whole living off being a cattle rancher, then then that's why i don't remember yeah he
1: was saying it's really hard to make a living and just doing to just do cowboy stuff is what he's saying because maybe you might want to look at doing something else than being able to do cowboy stuff uh kind of as your hobby and as your lifestyle but it's really hard to make a living to just be just Mm -hmm. being a cowboy
4: well if we come back to jared's dating life the 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 (laughs) the saying on the mountain is behind every cowboy is a wife that has Mm -hmm. a job in town. Yeah. I,
3: I was, was going to say just marry rich. but yeah. <laughs> Kev's a good looking guy. He has that option. I don't have that option. I've got, I've, got, I've got to go out there and work hard. But Brent, to that point, I listened to a podcast yesterday actually in the car and I, I can't remember the percentage, but it, it was significantly higher than what I would have thought. It was something, I think north of 80% of uh, cattle operations that people actually have a, a business behind it or something else that has created the, the wealth to get into the cattle industry. Yeah. So, you know not to say don't pursue your dreams but i think pursue something else that can help create some income and then you do this as a a hobby slash job that also makes you makes you some money mm-hmm.
4: there's money in cattle though i was just looking at some stats today and mm-hmm. i think i might have been might have even been on a radio another radio local radio show but there was a rancher on there and total cattle contracts one quadrillion in excess oh. of one quadrillion doll, dollars globally. i didn't even know there was a number that high right so Billion, trillion, quadrillion. So if you can figure out how to get to that money, there's <laughs> yeah, money there. Yeah, there's it's money there. there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and like, and you know, the money is great. For us, it's been just awesome. Like you said, getting Amazing. to learn a little bit of the land and spend time together and work and getting to meet meet good people. And um, you know, it was great going up there and, and watching Caleb work and get to meet Jeff and Brian as well. And it's just been. I think that's been the best part of this. Has been. the the people um
2: yeah i think um i think people who work with cattle and land are um i don't know they're always quality people because that's hard work right and um it's not hard work like i get up and i gotta be at work at eight and i gotta be off at five it's something that you gotta get up early and you kind of do all the time there's no like you don't get to take two weeks off and be like well they all starved and everything died like that's just (laughs) not how that works Um, So I don't know. I just think sometimes they bust through fences
4: in the middle of the night. Right.
2: You don't go, sorry, I can't like, is there someone else to call?
4: (laughs) Makes vacations kind of hard.
2: It does. It does. Ask Monica
4: last time I took her to the beach. Oh
2: yeah. Right. She's like, nope. But I think that they're, uh, they work hard and I don't know something to be there. I think they're always quality people. So I, every time we meet someone, I don't know, it's, we enjoy it. I don't know. I think that again, there's still something to do with that. I know we we talked about this before and in the Bible, you know, in the Jewish culture that if you have land, you have to pass it down. You're not allowed to sell it. And if you ever have to um, sell your land because of a debt in the year of Jubilee, they have to forgive the debt and give it back. It is not allowed to be given away or sold. It has to stay in your family. And I, I think that that's the way it was supposed to be.
4: And yeah. oh, I'm right. getting grandpa's ranch yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> so what year is, what year is Jubilee? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I need to take out a couple of loads. No, I'm no, going to market a couple but, of loads.
3: But, but April, to your, to your point, I think uh, one thing I've noticed is that people that, that do that and work with their hands a lot, they're more fulfilled, right? Yes. Like, like they're happy yes. in life. Yes. Like there's something to about like, hey, a fence is down, like Reed's saying, and you go fix it and you put it down, then you get a look and, and you accomplish something, right? You're not, right. you're not, um. where unfortunately in modern America, there's a lot of work that you just. You just don't see the end result. It means something, but you can't actually see the result. And I, I think, you know, that's a big difference.
4: You literally have skin in the game, yeah, yeah. you know, and, mm-hmm. and that sense of accomplishment. And, you know, since, you know, Caleb's come up a couple of times and looking and yeah, yeah, you can watch it. You Last time, I think I just put you in charge of the shoots. We were running through yeah. squeezes or calf tables or something. And I told everybody else you know, that was trying to tell you what to do. I said, Le- leave him alone. He knows what to do. And you watch the, the confidence build. And even though you had a couple that were kicking at you and yeah. <laughs> kind of fighting with you a little bit, them you know, just when you're done with it, you know, and you look or you, you eat that steak, even if it's probably the most rancid piece of meat in the world, you know, you probably think it's delicious. You know, I mean, you know, we send a bunch of our beef over to your family's butcher shop Oh, to John's place, yeah, you know, yeah. over to John's place, you know, and you know, they've even, you know, they go, Oh, you know, bring over a small sommelier or something like that to sniff it to see if they can smell the wine or whatever. But when you see that, that sense of accomplishment, you know, or when you see right. it, it's just really cool.
2: It's something about it being yours too, right? That's my land and sharing that's my meat. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. right. And then, yes, sharing is is huge, I think. And most people that we come across in this are big on that a big of like, Oh, you want to do this too? Let me help you. Uh, not, not even getting trying to get something out of it. Just like, Oh good. I'm passing this on. And I don't know. I, we've had so much fun. Uh, meeting people, building relationships, watching Caleb grow—it's
1: been, yeah, it's been good. We've enjoyed it, and it kind of, you know, it's funny. So how it kind of all, you know, comes back around is that as uh, Caleb's been learning to to do some of these things, um, and the things that that you learned from Jared and Reed, he decided to uh, he decided to start his own business. So every business has to have a name. What'd you call
5: it? Family farm.
1: The family farm. How'd you come up with that name?
5: Uh, it was just basically us as a family on a farm working. So it was a simple name. Very it's pretty,
1: simple. It was a pretty good, uh, pretty good name. And we have a friend that that does some graphic design and, and came up with the variety of different logos. And mm-hmm. we sent it out to the family, and we took a we took a vote. And uh, we settled on the the family farm logo with the two F's. Jake didn't. Yeah, Jake didn't like he that He wanted one. to do
5: skinwalker ranch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> skinwalker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. He's
1: got his, his, his Sasquatch thing. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah. So nobody wants to buy beef from a ranch that's called skinwalker. No, no, I, I, no, I agree with you. no. marketing. poor marketing, <laughs>
4: that's exactly, that's that's exactly no. what we yeah. told yeah. him. Yeah.
1: So he had this logo. We got some hats, and we were able to give a hat to Reed and Jared and DT in here. We actually took the logo recently it on mom's whiskey decanter yeah.
2: oh yeah <laughs> nice. so for my birthday um they made me a, a whiskey decanter and two whiskey glasses with our logo on it had it etched in there oh so how cool, cool. cool. Yeah. i was super excited right. yeah. that was my yeah
3: because i was going to tell you on the hat I, I get a lot of hats i mean people give them to you and it's always fun to get one with people's logos but most of them don't fit my big head. They're kind of like okay. shoddy hat. This is a nice hat. You going to spend some money on it. I like it. I'll wear this. Yeah, exactly. Flex fit head. hats are my favorite, man. Yeah, I, had no, go, no, go, no. I
1: had to go with the flex fit. No, no, no. I even
4: uh, wore this. Uh, I did another podcast for uh, first responders. And, uh, and gosh, we got 20 something thousand hits on that one or whatever. But I, I had your hat right there on the front, you know. Made sure your logo was prominently displayed, you know, during that one too. You know, that's awesome, yeah. man.
0: That's that's some free
4: advertising, man. It doesn't come cheap. So <laughs> we, we do. That. Oh no, I use them with the brandings, and I don't pay them. <laughs> oh, <thank> so, <laughs> you know, we're work, trading out labor out. here. Child labor. Wait, we do got to figure out how to.
1: We got to figure out how to see if we could get to, get that registered as an official brand for you. Oh, will get you set up. We got to work on that. I think that'd be pretty. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. If and, he
4: gets it registered, you have to take the brand just like on the TV show. Oof. <laughs> <Maybe I'm> a, <laughs> I'm
2: like, can I do it? April gets to put <laughs> yeah, it on. Oh, oh man, yeah, I'm
1: like okay, let it, off. <laughs> let it off.
2: You know, that was pretty cool,
1: Caleb. Do you remember? Um, when we went to like, I had an idea about the brand and the hot brand, but when we went to Reeds, yeah. we did it. Um, the
4: ice branding, it was freeze branding, the freeze, freeze branding, branding.
1: Yeah. that was pretty cool,
4: yeah, there is, and so. You have to remember, freeze. There's some technicalities as to whether it's a legal or illegal uh, identification mark. But where we're at, you know, there's a bunch of people with a bunch of different cows all over the place, and you know, hot brands don't always come out great. You know, uh, they're not readily identifiable, or you know, they grow over, they get sloppy, or whatever. And we are definitely the only cows out there that have a big old white splotch. You know, uh, out there. That being said it's also a little easier on the animals too and so our whole thing is that we're certified all natural right um we're a real small cow calf operation and then the finishing operation so we do a lot of stuff that's that steward thing Mm -hmm. the the folks that buy the beef from us want a story about how the animals are humanely treated or whatever but i also don't want somebody to take my cow if they go off the range
1: yes (laughs) and that's been cool too it's led to a lot of conversations about you know how to able to ethically and humanely take care of them that we believe we're entrusted with them but you know lord gives us dominion over them and still it's still still, it's led to a lot of uh, cool conversations and in that regard and and
2: yeah ours are definitely loved because brant goes out there and scratches them and (laughs) i like so
3: sometimes i'm worried he loves them a little too much i know like like, (laughs) he is
2: gonna
1: they're like they're like uh they're like giant dogs to me man I love, I love being out yes. there with them. and generally when uh, eric comes for harvest time i said man I'm, I'm gonna stand over here so i know i'm sure it probably sound like a big old sissy dude but yeah,
2: i can't but help when out Hank gonna, goes, he's gonna ball i think yeah
3: my best. favorite it was so they were they were shared a pin and then we moved them and then they were like in adjacent pins so they could still you know see each other, rub against each other and the whole thing, but one wasn't eating as good and Brent texted me and asked if maybe he was lonely <laughs> <laughs> because they weren't sharing a pin anymore. Like, uh, <laughs> And
2: I was like, I I told, I go, I think, I think he's, Hank is sad because him and we call him Two Tags now, which yeah. is not what his original name was, but, they were together from when they we first got them. They were really little, and then you guys separated them. And then Hank stopped eating
1: because well, Hank still, was I mean, the baby. They're,
3: they're still adjacent. I mean, they're not. Yeah. It's not like they're in different Whatever. yards now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I they like, can see each th- other from their cell. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I was like, you, I was like, do you think this is a thing, man? Do you well, think
2: because then like... we had Hank eat trying to eat th- through the fence with the other two red cows. He didn't oh,
3: want to true. be you alone. D- you did put red cows in between. It's kind of like prison rules out there, man. <laughs> he might not want those red cows by. He did not like black Angus stick with black Angus.
0: That's
2: right, right. Not when he said
3: It's
1: <laughs> So I, tell, I, mean, I I like him. That's why I tell Eric, I'm, I'm going to stand over here, man. Oh, I'll yeah. wait till you're wait till you're done one there, and, and just...
2: he loves. handcuffs. comes in. He'll be feeding them, you know, grain or whatever. And he lets Hank eat out of the bag first. Like, do oh. what you said in the I'm like, oh, you're going to be so sad if Hank dies. Oh, yeah. I
1: do, man. But he's going to be delicious. Yeah. He's going to be, be good. Yeah. Man. I'm going to be sad, but not too sad to eat him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Caleb, how many, uh, how many cows do you have now? Right now, we have four. Four. All right. Tell us about
5: them. Well, four. What are their names? So, one of them's name is Hank. This one said two tags, which mm-hmm. I still don't remember his original. He was name. Stank. Stank, yeah, yeah. And um, the two red, I guess one of them, little one, I think his name is Joe, mm-hmm. just short for Joseph. And the bigger one is named Harold, but we call him Hal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How did you come up with the the with with uh, Hank, Harold, with,
5: and Joseph? I remember I came up with Hank, and Joseph, and Harold, and you said we should call them Joe and Hal. Yeah, because when you called yeah. them Harold and Joseph,
1: yeah. I was like, you know, Hal is short for Harold and Joe James is short for and Joseph. Joseph. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he named uh, – he named uh, – Two of Jared's uh, longhorns out there. Uh,
1: yeah. I Who
5: named one laser and the other bean. Yeah, that's what I keep <laughs> <My favorites. laughs>
2: I was like, hey, hey do you know two? our kid's name when and your cows? <laughs> like, Those
5: two are my favorite. <laughs> they
2: are bulls.
5: Take them away.
1: They're pretty uh, uh nice. yeah. So what breed are the cows that you have?
5: Uh Two of them are black Angus and two of them are red
1: Angus. Mm-hmm. And the, um, so after you, we've we've uh, harvested and sold the beef for a couple and mom and I buy our beef from you and our family and friends buy our beef from you we've found it to be delicious and that you've done a pretty darn good job with it. And uh, so then you were ready to buy a couple more and you contacted Reed and Reed uh, hooked you up. Do you remember the gentleman that Reed hooked you up with? Mr. Frolic. Yeah, Here Mr. Go, at there at, at Frolic Ranch and we went up there and mm-hmm. Reed helped you pick out a couple.
4: That. that was another good day of working cattle though you were we were oh, pushing yeah. we brought in the whole herd and had to separate them and mm-hmm. you yeah, know do the, all that
5: stuff it was and the time of that one cow didn't want to go in he just it was sitting there staring at me i was petting us So we'd be friends just in there we will be friends just get in there
4: that's cowboying right there <laughs>
1: i really liked their setup that they had there and, and uh yeah, it was, was it was really cool really cool setup and i think those i think those red angus are i mean they're so handsome looking, huh? They are. they are.
2: And they're growing faster than the other one. You could just tell the difference in the quality of the cow.
4: Yeah. So you'll start getting into genetics and, and really yeah. developing traits. And you guys at this point really don't have your own herd, you know, no. but you're buying from herds and you, you kind of look at, you know, what those animals produce, you know, like with your yeah, IBS okay. stuff, you know, We're, you guys, if you're not going to carry your own life cover bowls and, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, then you look into it and, um,
3: and that's a rabbit hole when you start getting into those genetics and the EPDs. And, right. Yeah, a- We've
4: we, we got a bunch of cows. In fact, you're talking about being nicer animals. Monica has actually slept in the pasture to help uh, cows give birth before. Yeah, She's yeah. much nicer than I am. Uh, <laughs> but her, the our, our primary bull right now is uh, his name is E equals MC squared, but we just call him E. He's about 2,200 pounds, you know, and she's got him gentled out to you know, pet him like a golden retriever or something like that, you know, I which is kind eyes. of intimidating. When
2: he said her, his name is E, I thought she was gonna say Easy E. Yeah, <laughs> easy E, right? And
4: now, then I was like, oh, you know.
2: <laughs> showing where I grew up.
4: Once a, but yeah, when you start going down that rabbit hole and you know, what kind of babies are we gonna make or what kind of, you know, how are they gonna grow? Right. You're you're telling me you got like over five pounds a day or something yeah, like that off those red cows.
1: A little over four yeah. pounds a day, Jared and I have been uh, weighing them with yeah. Caleb. Yeah. Uh, what do
5: we wearing? try to weigh them once a month, Caleb? Um, once a month, trying to get them to like at least 1,200 pounds. Trying to get them to about 1,200
1: pounds. So we've been tracking to see how how yeah. they've been, been taken. And we've had these uh, black angus. now. They'll be harvested in September. And so we'll have had them for you know, almost over a year and a half. And uh, the red ones, just in the last couple of months, we've had them. In the, in the year and a half that we've had them, we've never been able to get over four pounds a day growth mm-hmm. out of... Yeah. um it was the cows. two and to three, the, three two to right? yeah. three sometimes yeah. and yeah. sometimes even less than that during the summer of the summer months when we we're really struggling trying to figure out what you know what's going on with it but these these red ones man we've been getting four and close to five pounds a day we gotta call jason
4: back and tell him just how well you you texted him
1: yeah we let him yeah. know caleb and i uh, reached out to him just to let him know how how well they're how That's well good. they're doing so they're they're doing uh they're doing really good mm-hmm. so caleb what are the you know when we sat down about kind of the business and we talked mm-hmm. about goals and different things and what do you what do you want to do and what do you want your business to do and you you wrote out um, kind of three goals what are the what are the three goals for family farm
0: so
5: so first main goal is for it to be cheaper than buying it out of market that's
1: kind of that way it's a
5: blessing kind of
1: for yeah. family and friends it's good okay.
5: and be really healthy and good beef taste yeah, we're good to
1: be yeah. healthy and to taste good. so you want to be healthy you want to taste good yeah. and be cheaper for those that are buying
5: it yep okay
1: i think you've worked on the the health side and making sure we don't give them any antibiotics and no yeah. hormones and nothing like that and just try to take good care of them i think it's been i think it's been great good i think you've done a really good job at it i like it so how do how do what are you feeding them
5: so, we're feeding them hay and grain, a little bit of corn, a little, L- little bit of corn.
4: Yeah.
1: You're not so sure about the corn stuff, huh? No, I don't um, like
2: it. We feed them corn. How come you don't like it? Because corn know. is inflammatory. Corn. And yeah. so, if you know, you are what you eat, eats. And I have so many issues with inflammation that I'm like, mm, I don't like that.
1: Do so you want to just stick with the hay do. and I'm some like- of the
5: grain?
2: That's like for me. I'm like, I, if I want to eat it, I also mm-hmm. got to know it's not causing any issues. So I don't know. I'm trying not to eat too many of anything that has that causes inflammation.
3: You know, I was on a kick for, a, <clears throat> excuse me, a kick for a while where I was only eating grass-fed beef. But now, knowing more about the beef industry, it's got to be hard to finish them out grass-only. I, I don't know. Maybe they're harvesting them at a
4: lower weight, or they're waiting longer. Well, you you harvest them when the grass is. Still green probably, you know, and you might even, you know, the big thing with USDA is harvesting before they're three, right? Because of mad cow. Okay. Okay. You know, but uh, I know that people just wait, let them wait longer, you know, so that they get to be bigger, but you don't get grass fed prime. (laughs) Prime. Correct. You know, and, and I don't know what you had, but you know, and this is a shameless plug for wine finished marinade on the hoof, but grass fed, just pure grass fed has a really gamey taste, yeah. yeah. And and I I, I I don't enjoy it. Hey, Reed, can you
0: expand on the, the prime? You mentioned the word prime. Can you explain that at all?
4: Yeah. So, the USDA grades your the quality of the beef, okay, uh, based on the the marbling content, you know. And so you have uh, select, choice, and prime. All right. You know, and so prime would be the highest, you know. And we're we're all talking, you know, these family fed cows uh, are going to usually grade out choice or high end choice, low end prime. Uh, if you're waiting to 1200 pounds or so, they should be really high end choice. By then 1400 pounds, you're probably getting into prime, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. You know, and uh so that's what that all okay. is all about.
2: Personally, I we talked about this the other I don't like I all power to those that like it. I don't like grass fed beef. I was yeah. like, I think it tastes mm-hmm. horrible. I don't want to eat meat and I am a meat lover. I don't like chicken, mm-hmm. I like meat, awesome steak. And like I did chicken. not like it. And I'm
4: not trying to bash ground, the <laughs> no, guys that are I'm doing saying. grass fed. No, no, it's no, no, no. just you know my palate doesn't <clears throat> right. really More like it. Right. More power to much.
2: those that yeah. like it or want to do it. I'm just not my thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so but but to that to that point, I mean, the corn helps to get the weight to finish it, does, right? Absolutely. And so, so you know, maybe there's some balance in between, like you said, that maybe you don't use the corn, but just stick with the grain and wine. Right. The, the wine. I think this. I'm really interested in, in this. And I think corn is probably for
1: fine for everybody but because, and we've talked about it before, yeah. because April has so many autoimmune issues and so many things that we've had to learn about um, her body and the way um, that she has to fight through with celiac and different mm-hmm. things that we were very very careful about, kind of what.
4: What
2: you, right. what you eat. What I eat, yeah. It's, I think
4: you have to be careful, though, with the corn supplement, because not all corn is the same, too. Right, it's absolutely. You know, it's True. bioengineered and, you know, different things. If it was
2: for, real, that's the thing is that, again, so much of our food is, even the seeds are not seeds. Those have also been, are from something that's already been genetically modified. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that I I think and believe that if, if I could probably still eat wheat if it was in its original form. But everything we have here is so modified, and even the seeds have been modified um, that you, you can't find it so i
4: believe i believe and i could be wrong but i i'm almost 100 sure that we would lose our uh all natural certification with usda if we were feeding corn right interesting, interesting. okay
1: yeah so we've been looking at just different ways to supplements and so we've looked well at and some...
2: corn's not something we used before it's right. just something just new something they did started and i was recently like recently over the last um, couple of weeks and about was all, whether we want to try know.
1: corn or not and so
3: <laughs> well maybe we'll able... and maybe i mean depending on how hank finishes and the taste and the quality you know you could you can reassess that. Try it on one, right? right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. See. Yeah. Try, See how and,
1: goes. try different things. And so it's been, it's been good. So Caleb, do you, uh, you pre-sell, you pre-selling the beef or? Uh yeah. Yeah. You sound a little not confident about that. No, <laughs> well,
0: you Your sis- new- sister's kind of been it. helping you with some of yeah. the, some you of you have that new stuff. You Instagram page so, yeah. that
2: she's um, on the doing Stratton's Family Farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where she's mm-hmm. pre-selling it helping you with
1: that that's, nice that's yeah. what's been part of the uh the thing for for him is just being able to all the family pitching in and right. helping him and so i don't are you so quarters anything. and
4: halves and holes or uh
5: things was quarters wasn't it yeah quarters
1: quarters and sometimes eights if eights is there um mm-hmm. for some but quarters is is ideal but you've been doing it by by eights as well and so yeah. it's been cool to I don't know anything about social media stuff, but his sister does and did some social media marketing. And so being able to help him as he's learning through it. And I know that Reed's taught us a lot about how to, how to do some of that too. So it's been, it's been fun to learn through it. Yeah. Just, Just like Jared, I don't know what I'm doing either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the blind leading the blind.
4: <laughs> yeah. So how can
1: they get? How can somebody get a hold of you if they wanted to to buy it? How, would your, what'd your sister help you with, and how'd she set
5: it up? It's like if they wanted to get a hold of me.
1: Yeah, if they wanted to get a hold of this somebody said, "Hey, Caleb, I want to buy an eighth of uh, of this beef." Would they? How could they? Uh, how could they find you?
5: They could find me through obviously Adri's Instagram page.
2: Well, it's our, it's your Instagram oh, yeah, page technical technically, farm, but yeah. she is running. Sure.
5: What's yeah. it called? Stratton's oh,
2: Family, Stratton's family farm. farm, and it's not Stratton Family Farm; it's Stratton's Family okay. Farm.
3: Multiple Strattons. Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> there are many of us. <laughs>
3: yes. Grammar is <laughs> important.
1: And then you you used some of the money recently, and you put a, a a down payment on a bull that you'll be picking up oh, here yeah. at the end I of mean, October. That-
3: have you thought about what you want to name him yet? Not.
5: Like, not the best names, but like the worst.
3: Okay. Right. I'm excited about the type of bull, though. So you're still if thinking? Have you guys talked to Reed about the type of bull? What
2: would you buy? What did we buy?
1: Remember what it's called? No. He's a... Uh... It's a Wagyu bull that he got yeah. from it's American Wagyu, mm-hmm. Wagyu bull from uh, Nakagawa ranches up in Northern California.
4: Oh, they are really, that, that's a really reputable breeder. Yeah.
2: So, what is it? 87.5% Wagyu and then the rest is Angus. Yeah. Yeah. Be six months. We can pick him up in October. And if you <laughs>
4: should name him, like, Godzilla or something. Yeah, yeah. it's right. <laughs> so got to got uh, have a, uh, That's
5: a good he's one. It's got to have an Asian There yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're. Pretty much better than
4: anything I've thought of. So that's, that's pretty pretty you can go through all of anyone? Godzilla's enemies. Yeah. That's, in the that's right. That's
0: exciting. Are you excited about that, Caleb?
4: Yes. That is really cool. I would love to finish some of those. I finished some Wagyu in the past. Yeah. And they're amazing. I, I, I would on, I would like to buy some of your cow. Yeah. He's
2: like, oh, I got a bull and nothing mm-hmm. else yet.
4: Yeah, so we don't I mean, we don't, I have, a, we don't him, have a heifer yet go, or anything. I uh, go, uh, remember
2: that pretty little one that I wanted to buy from Jason, the little one? And then he was like, oh, well, that means we have to have our own herd. And I was like, hmm, they should have bought it. We should have
1: bought it. When we were there up at it was the Froelich's, baby. And there was this real, she was. I've got some
4: really nice heifers. Yeah, maybe we was, could it yeah, trade. It was number
2: three. That's yeah, how bad I know. I know it was, was number three. And I was like, she was, her face was pretty. I was like, she is so pretty. We should buy her. the
5: same to me.
1: <laughs> they all look the same to you, not to us. And we thought she was the, so pretty. The much, Confirmation,
3: we... I think, is important, buddy. We will get to going on that, but not yeah. the. Yeah, don't don't bring home the pretty cows. <laughs> you want the one with a wide back end?
4: I'm out of this. One.
3: <laughs>
4: like, are we talking about, no, no, again we talking about your big life? Again?
3: No, 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 no. <laughs> the and confirmation. We brought of... it back full oh, it, back The confirmation is what's important, not. Uh, not her face necessarily
2: we love making him red
3: the utter <laughs> the quality these are important things <laughs> 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 all right all right how about the Dodgers <laughs> uh, uh, you went to a game this week no no you know what I, I didn't make I didn't right, get I, chance I didn't, to make it long,
0: in long story yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. oh well that's why that.
2: see the, the I said uh, he goes night. oh yeah uh, last night he's like Jared was at the Dodger game and I was like My phone, my watch went off. And I said, Jared had just finished a workout like, I don't know, an hour before that. And I was like, if he's. Is he working out at the Dodger?
3: <laughs> like you thought I was hustling the Apple Watch system, right? Everything <laughs> I've, heard, I've ever done before would have been in question. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: right. <laughs> when we have our, our little competitions yeah. about how much uh, the different workouts that are
3: being done. I was like that, like that. was about him. eight o'clock last night. Yeah. yeah I,
2: was I was like, like I, him. He'd be like running up and down the stairs just so he could be, be like.
3: I did mine. Yep. Yep. That's what we were saying. Like I guarantee he's
1: walking up and down the stairs. I was
3: tired yesterday. Wore out. I had an eight, but I got home. I was like, man, I gotta do it. I did a little cruddy treadmill boot camp. only a 30 minute one but you gotta gotta do it every day it's still on my list well number two is on my list to do today we'll see we'll see all right
1: um i gotta tell you guys the thing that i I think of if i think of all of this and you kind of look at the chain of events and mm -hmm. how you want to spend time here and we're looking for ways to spend time together and they want to start a business and jared's a you know one of our best friends and what he's teaching caleb about you know that about selling and growing and, and what Reed's been teaching him about these different types of things. It kind of has reminded me one of the things that that I've learned from you guys is that there's kind of a principle that when walking through one door can inevitably lead you to um, to another. And this is kind of the, uh, the first time in my life that I've ever really stopped to reflect on that, that if you can just take advantage of this one opportunity, who knows where um, where it kind of leads and, and the friendships that um, that it could lead to and um, so I, I think that the there's that but also the value that um, Jared you you've taught us the value of just giving something a try and, and jumping in which I think is really cool because it's not my nature. I think that's more oh, of April's. That's, that's more nature. nature's. Oh, he's very cautious. April. Yeah, but I'm like, I want to think about it and think about what the next like, step could sure, be. And what's it. the negative that could what's come from that? And, and what if, what about this? And you know, how are we going to pay for it? And how, what would happen if that would happen? And, you know, she's like, let's just give it a shot. And it's just nice seeing something like that. And so I know that you both have, have provided an opportunity for us to spend time together as a family and to be purposeful and intentional about, you know, building um, the relationships that matter the most and it's led to not just time with Caleb but for April and I we spend a lot of time together and we end up she ends up listening to me yammer on probably it's something
2: new all the time you're cows trying. and
1: different things and it's been uh it's yes. just led He's to like, great Have conversations you
2: read this it's about I don't even know what you're like, doing D, do you, don't even know what you were looking at the other day you're like it's something to do with
1: um I don't even remember you were
2: talking, I'm gonna to talk to Xander about it
1: Oh, well, so our, our oldest son does um, is in the solar industry. And so we're just reading about renewable energy and agriculture and farms and cows. And it just it just led to us could, being yeah. able to talk with him about things. It's just yeah. it's led to some really cool
2: conversations, conversations
1: yeah. and things that we're trying to research for Caleb and things that I'm learning along with him because I don't know anything about sell, selling anything, you know. So it's my hope that at 12 that he's learning these things that it's going to make him you know, a a successful person that, you know, 18, 30, 40, you know, 15, that it's, Mm -hmm. these are things that can take with him for the rest of his life and that he'll be able to utilize. So we owe you guys a lot for that.
2: I think it's important that our kids are taught this because I don't think it's very prominent in our society right now. And it's one of those things you don't want to go away. Yeah. Mm.
4: We need more tough kids. Yeah. Kids that know how to put their hands in the dirt and work. Yes. Yeah.
0: No, no doubt about that. That's yeah. been cool. Yeah. What do we got
4: going
5: on the rest of the evening? We'll go get something to eat. Oh, um, about those tacos.
1: About, the, <laughs> about, <laughs> about those tacos. Now let's get down to what's important. Uh, about those yeah, tacos. Awesome. That is kind of our tradition. If we yeah. don't bring them in here, if we forget to get them on the, uh, at the beginning of it, Caleb, we, we, we go and get they some. They saw food.
0: me eat four or five of them last time. They're like, uh, right, we gotta, we gotta stop bringing them up to the studio. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: That's what it is. It's like, we don't <laughs> eat four or five at a time. Are you kidding me? We go there and like, do you want two? <laughs> no. no. I'm going to need coming. more than that.
0: Keep them
1: coming. Keep them coming.
2: It's what? Sancho's Tacos, by the way. Yes, their tacos are oh. so
3: good. They're delicious. I don't know if I've. I don't know if I've you tried. been to Sancho's Tacos? Just a they're so over, good. They're oh. delicious. Is, it, is that food truck or no? No, it's no. a little
4: old. Okay, old,
3: across old. from
2: where like Mexicali is, yeah, right? Little, I'm little. looking
3: for another food truck to lease some spot in our parking lot about the shop. We had somebody there for a while. Yeah, I haven't seen. They're kind of getting. They're getting out of the food truck business. So if you guys run across a, but it needs to be a good one, man. I don't want to no slouch or rat infested. I mean, I want top quality we'll food. Out. My buddy, stuff.
0: my buddy Patrick, he um he owns a couple of pizza yeah, joints in town, expensive. and he's he's trying to go mobile. Is it? So okay. I'll oh, yeah. get, get you in, get you in get touch in with him. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, there
1: That's you go. Good stuff. What do you guys got going on this weekend? Anything
3: good? Uh, I've got nieces and nephews for another couple of days, and uh, I promised them horse riding. It's been so hot, so I said we're gonna do it Friday night. So um, I'm gonna go home cooking tacos tonight, unloading some heifers real quick, and uh, horse riding. So you guys are all welcome to come. It'll we'll oh, awesome. be nice and easy round pin rides. and okay, a, little, a couple of them are your oh, age. You know. Kids or the horses? Just thinking yeah, about tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the
2: tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Jared has like 11 kids with him right now. <laughs> He's got all his Whoa, nieces and nephews. Awesome. Okay, yeah. That is I've
3: got, awesome. I've got five. They're out from Round Rock, Texas, and I've got my three. And so we get, we've had a full house for a while. It's been, it's been a lot
4: of fun. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. But, that's yeah. but, Monica,
1: like, what do you guys got going on?
4: Well... Uh, there's always chores to do. Uh, there's, chores to do um, yeah. We, we, we pass a couple of broken fences every day. You know, it seems like it's funny too. Whenever a cow gets out where we're at, you know, cause I was the, the old cop up there in Glenville or whatever. So instead yeah. of that, you have to earn your stripes. Mm-hmm. So every cow that ever gets out, it has to belong to Reed cause he's the newest cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> so oh, no, we got to go check on water and go feed. And um, maybe I could steal some time with Monica, you know, but, I call it date night, you know, yeah. hopping the side-by-side and right. go.
1: Yeah. It's chores. It's just chores. It's just <laughs> good, time, oh, good
4: quality time, though. Um, April, nice. you can you you have a support group with Monica and all the other ranchers' wives because <laughs> this is what we love doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only way to make it better is if we have a couple horses out there, too. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah.
2: I mean, at least, you know, I don't know, pop a bottle of wine in that side-by-side. Maybe take beer. some talk yeah. <laughs> I, I can't drink beer. so. There you go. It's got a couple of different reasons. There you go. <laughs> like that's all we need for date night, right? We just need some food, something to drink.
1: That's right. Well, cool. Well, thanks for coming and chatting yeah. with us guys, yeah. and just getting a chance to talk. It was fun to get
3: to hang out. Oh, my so. pleasure, guys. I thank you for having us. A, yeah, fun to get to see what you guys do on date night, man. I think yeah. this is only my second invite to date night. The first time I got to I meet, mean, it was actually at a taco place. But you know, <laughs> then they never invited me back, so I was like, man. I don't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and you know it was nice that your parents showed up, but Caleb, we got to be honest. You, you're the real reason we came. Every time yeah. Yeah. we have a chance to spend ten minutes around you, we're gonna.
2: We like him. He's a
0: pretty sweet kid. Yeah, it, it's exciting to hear about your uh, your project, man. Really, really happy for you. That's a really cool thing you got going. All right. All
1: right.
0: Well, cool, Caleb. So- Till next time.
2: Till next time. <laughs>
0: <laughs>